0: My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big Muse. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big Muse's rock-and-roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at peter at bigmuse.com. Entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go.
1: Welcome to the Business Builders Show, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor. We will be your guides on this learning journey. We are proud to let you know that we record our show in the studios of... WTRW, 94.3 FM, The Talker, right here in my hometown of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Applause for Scranton, Pennsylvania. All right. Yay, there you go. And the Business Builder Show is distributed worldwide by C-Suite Radio. You can find our show and a bunch of other great shows at csuiteradio.com. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on my website, MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. Enough of that crap. Let's get to our guest, who is... Jay Sammet. Hi, Jay. Good morning, Marty. (laughs) It's good to hear from you. I'm so delighted you're able to join us because I know you have a busy schedule. And as we talk, people will understand that busy schedule. I have a lot of ways to introduce Jay Sammet. Let me just kind of give you some key points. Jay Sammet serves now as the vice chairman for Deloitte Digital and focuses on providing virtual reality augmented reality, and mixed reality solutions for corporate and public sector clients. We're going to talk a lot about that in the second half of the show. Samit or Jay Samit has more than 30 years' experience in digital transformation and is widely recognized as one of the world's leading experts on disruption, disruption, and innovation. He also wrote a fantastic book, That I loved and read some time ago after I first met Jay, that was about a year ago, and he actually signed a book for me, and his book is called Disrupt You, Master Personal Transformation Seize Opportunity and Thrive in the Era of Endless Innovation. Jay Samet, thanks for being on the Business Builder Show.
2: My pleasure, and thanks for helping teach people how to be successful.
1: You know, by the way, the forward uh, to uh, Jay's book, Disrupt You, is written by a gentleman that some of you may recognize, Reed Hoffman, co-founder of LinkedIn. That was, uh, was kind of cool of him
2: to do that for you. Jay, you know Reed Hoffman? Reed's the smartest person I've ever met. Uh, yeah, Reed's now on the board of Microsoft. He started PayPal. I think he was the very first check into Facebook, uh, Zynga. Kiva, uh, Airbnb, an amazing uh, serial entrepreneur and thinker. Yeah, we're going to get back
1: to him in a minute and somebody else that we both know. But in your book, you talk about your early days as being a what you call a disruptor. So for clarity's sake, you define uh, what you mean by being a disruptor and kind of give us some early stories in your life.
2: Sure. So let's let's talk about the difference between innovation and disruption. Just so we're on the same. Okay page. All right. We're living we're living in this era of constant disruption where you know yeah. auto companies wake up and go, "Oh my god, people are not going to buy cars anymore when they can Uber and the and the biggest hotel chain in the world is Airbnb and they don't own any hotels and the the biggest retailer is Alibaba and they own no inventory. Yeah. You know, in in the past week over a 1000 retail stores closed in the US. Something I wrote about wow. 3 years ago is now coming true. Yeah. But Innovation is where you gradually improve something. So my favorite example to be crystal clear with people is, you know, early cavemen figured out the Iron Age, how to make iron and bronze. And the first thing, man, in our aggressive nature, uh, made little knives, then became swords, which then became bigger swords. And all that was fine. And that's innovation. Then there's that scene in Cairo in Indiana Jones, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where the big Arab swordsman has the big scimitar and he's swinging it. And Indy pulls out a Smith and Weston and pops him one. (laughs) That's disruption. okay? Yeah, he shoots him. Once you have the gun, making a better sword is kind of silly. I'm sure there was a guy coming out with the next model horse saddle when Henry Ford, you know, came along. Yeah it becomes irrelevant. And so what we're seeing is so much of what we take for granted. Of the original Fortune 500 companies, less than 57 are still around. Mm. So so what is causing this? And yet at the same time that we're seeing massive devastation of retail and all these 100-year-old companies like Kodak disappearing, we're seeing every month a new self-made billionaire in their 20s.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah.
2: So note to self, (laughs) Billionaires have the same 24 hours in a day that you and I do. What are they doing differently? By the way, all these new billionaires didn't come from the right families, didn't go to the right schools, didn't have connections. They looked at the world differently. And that's what I try to teach people and disrupt you because we need more people creating businesses. We need more people being successful because all that an entrepreneur does is solve problems. And so the more people that solve problems in this world, the better our life is. So in my case, I did not set out with this vision of wisdom like all these bright people. (laughs) I basically came out of college when there was a recession and no one was hiring and I had to figure something out. So – I wanted, when I got out, uh, Star Wars was the big movie, the original, and I wanted to do special effects at Hollywood Studios. I just thought yeah. that would be the coolest thing. Yeah. A couple minor details. I knew no one in Hollywood. <laughs> I knew nothing about computer special effects. Um, yeah. <laughs> but this is what I, I wanted to do. So I tried to figure out and, and think backwards from solution to problem. To 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 problem. And this is, again, what we teach and disrupt you. So I back then, before the Internet, before the Web and everything, I ran an ad in the Hollywood Reporter describing an entry level job. OK. Uh-huh. Um, that would get me on that path. And what happened was I got data. I got two things. One, I got a bunch of resumes. And from those, I said, this is the type of resume I need to have to be able to get that job. And number two, I now knew a bunch of companies where people yeah. worked where they had one foot out the door. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Profound. <laughs> so, so I could contact those companies and, and get a job. At the same time, I mailed away for $1 and got business cards for a make-believe company called Jasmine Productions, J. Allen Sammet, and it was mine. But I didn't make myself the head of the company because nobody would believe a 21 year olds the head of a, a computer graphics company. And I went out and hustled as if I was the sales guy for this non-existent company. (laughs) And I hustled a ton of work. And then I hired people that knew how to do the work. Wow. And if you think about it, how is that any different than Steve Jobs? Everybody listening to this program has written the same amount of code or more than Steve Jobs, who created the largest, most successful company in the world, Apple. Yeah. He wasn't a coder. He wasn't an engineer. What he was was somebody that saw markets and saw opportunity and could hire people to do those things that he didn't know how to do. Yeah. Fascinating.
1: Fascinating. (laughs) You know, in the story, you're, the book is you spend a lot of time going into detail about your experiences, and we don't want to spend too much time on that. They have to buy the book, for goodness sakes, Jay. We don't get them everything in the book. And I am speaking with Jay Sammit. His book is Disrupt You, so you do want to get the book. But you may want to go on right now and go onto his website, which is com, and sammet is S-A-M-I-T, com. When we go onto that website, what are we going to find?
2: Um... A bunch of stuff to motivate uh, entrepreneurs, but uh, most importantly, if you want to get started on disrupting yourself today, um, I'll send you a free 40-page workbook of exercises you can do. Yeah. But here's here's your basic problem. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Yeah. And too many people were raised by parents and teachers and other well-wishers telling them that you are not good at math, you're not a leader, you can't do this, da-da-da. Go take the safe job. Well, hello, wake-up call, there's no such thing as a safe job, okay? The idea that you're going to go somewhere and get a watch in in 40 years, non-existent. So it isn't that security robs ambition, it's the illusion of security is robbing ambition. So what we really want people to do in the first third of the book is all about Self disruption, right? Everybody, everybody wants to change the world, but nobody thinks of changing themselves. And if you can change those hard, fast things that are your identity, I can't do I'm unable, I'm not good at in my case, and I'm and you know, I I, I tell talk about my experience in the book, not to brag or not to um, uh, be boastful, but really to show that I'm a schmuck like everybody else. And (laughs) if I can do this. So yeah. can you. And all these people that are now famous billionaires, we were all just, you know, yeah, idiots figuring it out. And yeah. in my case, yeah. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, I was told from the youngest age, you're a moron. I mean, I do a TED talk about it where you I do. still vividly yeah. remember the reading groups, you know, in, yeah. in our Philadelphia, not too far from Scranton, where they had the Eagles um, the hawks yeah. and the mud hens, yep. right? Yep. yep. When you're five years old and the teacher tells you are a mud hen, you kind of get the message, right? Oh, wow. Low, yeah. Lower your expectations. So most people end up listening to people that gave up on their dreams that are trying to protect you from pursuing yours. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I guarantee you will have more regrets in life for the things you didn't try than the things you tried and failed. Because failing is part of the process. Failing is learning, okay? Go look at a little kid learn to walk. If the first time they fall down, they go, ooh, I don't like this gravity shit. I'm just going to lay here the rest of my life. No. What they do (laughs) is they learn each time a little bit better. And it's interesting. You take that to robotics nowadays. For years, um, Boston Dynamics and everybody tried to make a a two-legged biped robot that could walk. And there's a huge contest and make a long story short, tons of companies couldn't figure out how to make a robot walk. It's very complex. But one engineer focused on by looking at little kids, I just want to make a a robot that won't fall down. Mm. And once I could make a robot that wouldn't fall down, walking was easy. (laughs) So you learn from mistakes. You learn from actions. Yeah. Okay. And so if you can get people out of their comfort zone to disrupt themselves and, and it's akin to Having plastic surgery, but you're holding the scalpel, you know, how many people, you know, got a nose job because they just felt insecure and now they could feel secure. So -hmm. if you could suddenly come away with a new way of looking at life, a way of having a positive attitude, because if you're in that negative attitude, oh, I don't have a job, I don't have money, woe is me. Guess what? You shut down mentally. You do not see opportunities right in front of you. Yeah. But but if you start with a positive attitude, it's amazing what you'll do. It actually releases endorphins that light up your your synaptic nerves. And suddenly you see all this positive uh, positivity. And and that's the first step. It's that simple. Then let's break down how businesses are changing. And it's not that you have to learn soup to nuts, everything of an entire corporation. I've run companies with 300,000 people. I've sat in a garage with two people and yeah. launched billion dollar companies from scratch.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: What you want to focus on is not all the value that can be created by a business, but where can the value be captured? Mm. Where can you own that piece that is worth your time the most? And you'll notice that the most successful businesses zero in on value capture and it can be that approach to starting a restaurant all the way up to you know a high-tech company um i'll give you a quick example in restaurants number one business that fails in america is restaurant correct okay yep most people start a restaurant go oh my god i have a recipe for ribs my restaurant's going to be a fortune
1: yeah
2: that has nothing to do with what makes a restaurant good so somebody looked down and said why do restaurants fail number one if nobody orders the fish this week, there goes your profits. Yep. So he decided one, I'm only gonna put three items on my, my menu. Number two, restaurants have a scarcity problem. At your busiest times, if two people sit down at a table for four, you can't monetize at dinner those two other chairs. So he said, okay, I'm only going to seat full tables. People will have to sit with strangers. Okay, so now we got three restaurant items on the menu. You'll only sit full tables, which also means you have to wait at the bar and run up a tab until there's a full table available and you have to sit with with strangers. Now his challenge was, what's a restaurant concept that can live within Mm -hmm. that paradigm? And for the past 40 years, Benny Hannes has been making a fortune. Wow. Yeah. Good setup, Jay. Good setup. Good story. so, So he didn't start with. I love Japanese food. He started with why do restaurants fail?
1: Yeah, and created value. Yeah, created a whole new way approach. He disrupted that industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, speaking of disruption, I mentioned the name Reed Hoffman earlier, and we both know a gentleman by the name of Ken Rutkowski, and he does a podcast. He's a media guru by all stretching him out. He does business rock stars. Um, and so, those of you who are listening, you got to find out who Ken Rutkowski is, and and you got to follow business rock stars. In addition to Marty Wolf and the Business Builder Show, of course.
2: Ken uh, actually invented the the podcast in the '90s. He he, was the he's the first one doing a
1: radio show on the internet. He's crazy, man. He makes things happen. I forget what he calls the show, but. He is the source for entrepreneur info. and you know what, I'll I'll admit it. I mean I I listen to him all the time. I watch him. He's he's the best. So so we got two two big names, Ken Rutkowski and Reed Hoffman. What do you admire about those people as disruptors? So you just said, well, he invented the the podcast mode. So what else do you think about those two guys as disruptors? So it's,
2: it's interesting. Nobody ever asked me, you know, it's like those high school compare and contrast um, two exceptional individuals. And, and if you take the premise of disrupt you, they each looked at what their core strength was and then focused mm. on 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 expanding that. Mm-hmm. So. Ken is probably the best connector I've ever met. Yeah. Ken is a people person. If you remember the Star Trek with the tribbles where they just you know multiply <laughs> on anger, yeah. Ken multiplies uh, his energy off of just he, being around people. He he's can be intense. around people Yeah. Tw- 24-7. He remembers everybody. And his first thought that comes out of his mind when he meets somebody isn't, what can I extract from that person? How can I use that person? There's so many users in this world. His superpower, his secret strength is Ken goes out and says, how can I help you? Yeah. Yep. What are you trying to achieve? And by being able to connect that person to furthering their goals, it always comes back. Yep. And so yep. I've known Ken. I've traveled the world with Ken. I've been on speaking days as we were yeah. in the Canary Islands. I mean, almost anywhere. Um, and it's amazing. You drop him into a country and by the end of the weekend, you know, he knows, he knows everybody. everybody in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Reed Hoffman is an introvert. He's an introvert that realized that he has to solve that. And one of the things that he realized is others have to solve that too. How do you connect with the universe? And it was his, his understanding of the power of a network and his natural uh, introversion that led him to create LinkedIn. Which then became the yeah. social media platform for business. Uh, sold it to Microsoft for twenty some billion dollars. But he can think past the horizon. Uh, uh, an amazing thinker, and yeah, yeah, hugely generous for for him to write the intro to disrupt you. I I, I never like to you know. Ask a favor or selfish and, and i i 'll be honest, I literally cried when when he said yes that he 'd write it's, the intro it's and, and pretty and powerful. you read the book i mean i 've worked with lots of big name billionaires, whatever. Reed is a humble guy who 's just totally focused on how to make our world better,
1: yeah, yeah, as you are i 'm going to give you a shout out i 've known I'm you for a year of- now, and you 've answered my emails. You've been kind to me. You've been helpful to me. So I, I, I want to transition. But before we transition into your new role, again, I'm speaking with Jay Samet, and you can go to Jsammit.com. You can get the workbook on uh, the connected to his book, which is Disrupt You. You can also hear his TED Talk, so Jsammit.com. I'm Marty Wolf. Stay here for more with my guest, Jay
0: Samet. My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big Muse. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big Muse's rock and roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at peter at bigmuse.com.
1: Have you struggled to make the necessary changes in your business and want an easier way? VentureGreatly.com has a solution for you. Hi, this is Marty Wolf, and I'm proud to announce my partnership with Venture Greatly. We are helping business owners thrive in changing times, and times are definitely a-changing. Venture Greatly is staffed by executive coaches and business consultants with decades of experience, and experience matters. To set up an initial call, just click on the Book a Strategy Session button on the Venture Greatly website. That's VentureGreatly.com. Be sure you mention you heard about Venture Greatly on the Business Builder Show. Thanks. Let's get to current events. Vice Chairman for Deloitte Digital. And we're talking about this augmented reality, virtual reality, mixed reality. By the way, Jay. I saw the first, I don't know, one of the first ones with the uh, Planet of the Apps from, from right. Apple. And the first guy I saw was, um, and he may have been the first one, I'm not sure. He was, um, has an app, created an app. I guess they're looking for funding. And his app was a virtual reality showroom, in essence, um, for furniture, for furniture, placing furnishings in your home. He was a military guy and said, hey, look, it, here's a need and so it's all about uh, augmented reality. That's what's the planet, uh, planet of the Apps presentation that I saw. So
2: for well, those- I'll give you an, an example off of that one. So the number on one Go ahead. Re- reason for returns at uh, Ikea, the world's largest seller of furniture, is that the furniture was too big for, for the location. Yikes. How um about that? Most, most people um, are not experts at spatial yeah. uh, thinking. Um, So now you can take the Ikea catalog, throw it down on the floor, hold your tablet uh, and stand back in the room and see the furniture at scale in your room at home before you buy it. So did you just so did you just give me the definition of augmented reality? So 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 augmented means you're augmenting, you're adding things to the actual world that you're in. Virtual reality is what you always see on TV where you're putting full immersive goggles on and you are suddenly transported into dinosaur times out in space, whatever world you want to be in. Um, and mixed mixed reality is taking that augmentation. And it's too technical of, of a, to even have the term. Right. But tagging it to an actual spot. Yeah. Um, so l- let me let me tell you how much our world's going to change. Yeah, so well, I, that's, that's where I the, wanted
1: to go because we talked about before we came on, you joined this company, you are a disruptor, is this, just how transformational is all this going to be? Talk to me about
2: that. So in in my lifetime, I'll get to live through four major transformations that, that change the world. And each time, I've been lucky to be uh, blessed with having this opportunity to to, to do well. The first was the PC revolution. And what that really was about was allowing people to connect to knowledge and machines in a way that they couldn't before. Um, Then we had the web. And when the web came, suddenly we could connect to all mankind's knowledge. Okay, very Mm -hmm. powerful, huge businesses. Think of of Google and and things that came out of uh, the web experience. When mobile came along, it allowed us to connect to each other. I mean just think about that any entrepreneur listening you you create something that's for sale on a phone you're one click away from 7 billion customers yep, yep okay yep. you only have to be right for a nanosecond to become a billionaire or change the world mm. but now what's going to happen is the idea that we're all walking around staring down at a screen is insanely stupid <laughs> so imagine now that your sunglasses or your contact lenses and uh, there's close to 300 million pairs of glasses sold each year. Average prescription is about $125, so uh, to have AR glasses that the next two years will be in the $200 price range is not outside of the realm of normal. Uh But imagine now that you're walking around Paris or Cambodia, but you don't read that language, and every sign that you look at just translates for you. Shit, wow. OK, wow. I was ju- I was just in a, in a meeting and I spent 10 years running rock and roll labels. My hearing shot. If you're young, use earplugs. OK. Right. Um, but in large, you know, merger and acquisition meetings, when we have 30 people around a board table and the guy at the other end is talking about something, I don't hear him. Now I'm able to wear glasses where using Google Voice tied to them through Bluetooth. I'm getting live. um simultaneous teleprompter turned into my glasses. So I'm getting the bottom third, just like you're watching CNN and I'm getting subtitling of the conversation, 95% accuracy. Wow. That's pretty cool for pairing impaired paired. But now all of a sudden your buddy hero comes in from the Tokyo office. He's speaking Japanese. I'm now getting simultaneous translation. So I'm getting, I'm able to look him straight in the eye have a complete conversation, laugh at jokes at the right point, and getting everything fed to me in English. With two pair of glasses, you can go to anywhere in the world, sit down with somebody that's literate in their language, wow. and have a great conversation. But it goes beyond that. When you're sitting on a plane, have you ever seen those big metal containers that they slide under the plane? They're uh, filled with sure. packages. Sure, yeah. There's, there's a bunch of people whose job is to throw things in, in there, and it's a high turnover job. But if they're good at it, they get 30% more in one of those containers. Another way of saying that is most containers are a third empty or one out of three overnight planes don't need to fly or an overnight carrier could save $2 billion a year in jet fuel by giving AR glasses to those workers. So it would identify the shape of the uh, package and turn their job into playing 3D Tetris.
1: <laughs> wow. The
2: better score you get, the more money you make on your shift. The employees that have spatial skills, make more money. The other ones find a different job. They're making more money and are happier at their job, less harm to the environment. Another $2 billion in profits without finding one more customer and one more overnight package. I can do these in medical and hospitality in, in quick service restaurant. So we're working at Deloitte across all these industries, transforming how uh, cars and planes are designed, yeah. how factories are more efficient, how field service. The other thing is you can now do, you're a field service person, you're out fixing that that telecommunications thing on the telephone pole, and you come across that, that uh, Wolf 207 uh, box from 1984, okay? Yeah. You don't know how to repair one of those. But now, the one guy, Marty, that knows how to do that, He's sitting in his office and now he can see what you see. And instead of rolling a second truck and another day and another day down, he can say, Hey, push this button, turn that, do that. All right. So, you're, you're, Jay, you're freaking
1: me out, man. I mean, <laughs> you're like, we can't, we, we could go on for an hour, but we can't. So, I want to make sure. So, how do people learn more about what you're talking about? Is there do you want them to go to a website? Do they should they subscribe to something? So Tell here's me how we say. can how we can educate people uh,
2: more on what you just described. Think of all the fortunes and billionaires that were created by the PC revolution, again by the web, and again by mobile. This is that size. Goldman Sachs says within the next five years, this is a hundred and ten billion dollar. Industry, yeah. um, when you go 10 years out, it's a trillion-dollar industry. No one owns it, okay? Everybody's jumping into it. There's plenty of places to figure out how can this tool solve a problem that somebody else doesn't know about because they don't have that problem. Um you can read about it online. You can stay on touch. You can follow me at Jay Samet on Twitter and I tweet out yeah. the latest that's happening.
1: That's what uh, I want them to do. But
2: it's an exciting time. It's going to change how we travel, how we enjoy theme parks, museums, how we learn. And more importantly, it'll further make lives easier and solve medical problems and, and, and tons of tons of other great things. So to stay
1: current, I want people to go to Jay Samet on Twitter. Uh, He does a good job of putting that out. He'll keep you up to speed, if you will. I'll use that phrase. Um, Read about it. Um, Jay, by the way, um, we interviewed uh, Machae Kranz, uh, K-R-A-N-Z, from uh, Cisco Systems a couple weeks ago. And he was all about the Internet of Things. So if you haven't checked that book out, it's it's fascinating in the work he's doing. So, uh, you know, we could go on forever. So... Let's wrap up. We talked about your book, Disrupt You, um, which is about personal transformation and seizing opportunities. And we've talked about your role as vice chairman of Deloitte Digital. Let's wrap it up. Closing thoughts, things you want to make sure that we remember.
2: Sure. Let me talk about the why. Why is this so important? Okay. Over the next 10 years, half of all white collar office jobs in the U.S. will disappear. Um, last year, 2.1 million robots replaced uh, jobs in the U.S. Each robot takes away six jobs. So traditional jobs are disappearing. The number one job on tax returns is truck driver, 8% of the population. Self-driving vehicles will mm-hmm. disrupt those. Mm-hmm. So millions and millions of people are going to be disrupted. So, and whether by choice or circumstance, everybody's career gets disrupted. So you have a choice. You can let it happen to you, or you can prepare yourself and turn it into a way to thrive instead of survive. That's why I do this. When you look at the countries that are falling apart around the world, it's not race or culture or religion. It's lack of opportunity. Mm. And Mm. as the climate changes, as countries can't subsidize food for the poor, as more and more disruption happens, you really have to take control of your destiny. If you don't know where you want to be in five years, I can guarantee you won't be there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So that's why I do this. I'm passionate about it. It's as you know, from talking to others, we don't write these books to make money. We're doing it to try to pay it forward. So I, I, I appreciate you having me on the show. I appreciate everybody that's taken the time to listen and look at a way to make their life better.
1: Jay Sammet, you're the best, man. Um, I appreciate you coming on. So jaysammet.com. Also follow him on Twitter so that you can be up to speed. So Jay, thanks so much for being part of the Business Builder Show. Thank you. So you have been listening to the Business Builder Show. So on behalf of myself, your host, Marty Wolf, and my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor, thank you so much for listening. I'm sure you gained something special from the show. Thanks again, and have a great week.
0: Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf.
1: Have you struggled to make the necessary changes in your business and want an easier way? VentureGreatly.com has a solution for you. Hi, this is Marty Wolf, and I'm proud to announce my partnership with Venture Greatly. We are helping business owners thrive in changing times, and times are definitely a changing Venture Greatly is staffed by executive coaches and business consultants with decades of experience, and experience matters. To set up an initial call, just click on the Book a Strategy Session button on the Venture Greatly website. That's VentureGreatly.com. Be sure you mention you heard about Venture Greatly on the Business Builder Show. Thanks.